From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 3rd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine and First Lady Fran DeWine were both exposed to two staff members who recently tested positive for COVID-19. ONN's Dave James has the details. DeWine's office confirmed the news in a press release around 9.30 this morning. It reads, quote, Both of the DeWines have been fully vaccinated and received their boosters and have tested negative for COVID at this time and have no symptoms, unquote. As a result, neither of them will participate in any previously scheduled in-person events through Sunday. Both also will continue to be tested daily for COVID. Dave James, I went in news. Fran DeWine was originally scheduled to appear at several events today with stops in Centerburg, Edison, and Belleville. In Ohio's 15th congressional district, Trump-backed Republican Mike Carey claimed a solid victory last night, keeping the district in GOP hands. Kevin Landers has more. Carey said what happened was the start of a Republican wave across the country, and he called President Joe Biden's economic recovery plan too expensive. When people are saying, well, we're not going to do $3.5 billion trillion spending, we're going to do $1.7. We're going to do $1.5. Folks, that is too high and we cannot have that in our country. Remember, this was a special election, so he'll have to run again in 2022 to keep his seat. Reporting from Lancaster, Kevin Landers. And in that special congressional election yesterday, it was Democratic State Representative Allison Russo who lost to Kerry in the 15th district. Richard Solomon says she could challenge him again right away because Kerry is up for re-election next November. When the race was called, Russo had about 44 percent of the votes. She did thank everyone who supported her on election night. Russo told me she's built for tough fights, no matter the outcome. We got out. We got people involved uh, at the grassroots level. We talked about the issues that were important to Ohioans. Um, So to me, that's a win. She says for right now, she's just going to spend time with family that she has missed very much during this whole process. Richard Solomon reporting in Franklinton. In the Cleveland area, Democrat Chantel Brown defeated Republican Laverne Gore in the 11th congressional race. Will Uick reports. Brown will be replacing former Representative Marsha Fudge in Ohio's 11th. Fudge held the seat for nearly 13 years before she was tapped by President Biden to become the housing chief. Brown, the current chair of the Democratic Party of Cuyahoga County, position she tells me she plans to keep, at least in the short term, depending on the workloads. Now, because this was a special election, campaign season for re-election? Boy, you don't want to think about it. It's right around the corner. She'll only hold the seat for a year, but she tells me she's up for the task. I'm Will Uick. Three of Ohio's big cities elected mayors last night. Dave James has a rundown of the winners who were all Democrats. In Cleveland, 34-year-old Justin Bibb will be the city's next mayor. Current mayor Frank Jackson decided not to seek a fifth term. Bibb picked up more than 60% of the vote to defeat fellow Democrat and current city council president Kevin Kelly. In Cincinnati, 39-year-old Aftab Purival picked up 66% of the vote, defeating 81-year-old fellow Democrat David Mann, who has served previously as Cincinnati's mayor and in Congress. And in Toledo, Wade Kapsikavich won re-election over former mayor and fellow Democrat Cardi Finkbeiner, picking up nearly 70% of the vote. Dave James, I went in news. 
Authorities in Franklin County say an inmate is still missing after walking away from the jail on Jackson Pike in Columbus earlier today. More from Brittany Bailey. Jacob Loper walked away from the center this morning and jumped into a waiting car. He was scheduled to be released to the U.S. Marshals and last seen in the area of Burgess and Broad Street. Loper has several federal felony drug charges. If you have any information on his whereabouts, you're asked to call 614-525-3333. I'm Brittany Bailey. Federal officials last night approved the Pfizer vaccine for children aged 5 to 11. Clay Gordon reports. The CDC director gave final clearance for the vaccine after it was pr- approved by a CDC committee. This means today shots can start going into arms. One doctor we spoke to says this is a big step in the fight against COVID-19. If we control transmission, we'll improve the society, right? By protecting children, we protect them and we protect the community. The Ohio Department of Health also plans to immediately allow kids 5 to 11 to apply for its Vax to School program. I'm Clay Gordon. And Cleveland Clinic Dr. Perva Grover says the new COVID-19 vaccine for children may help them with more than just their physical health. Karina Nova explains. Shots could be given out as soon as doctors get those vaccines. Younger kids are having a harder time than ever. The number of patients coming in with behavior, concerns, anxiety and stuff in that age group has doubled, tripled even. And that's because the society was shut down on them. So the COVID vaccine also provides this relief about going back to normalcy to a large extent. I'm Karina Nova. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.